What's up, Joes? Welcome to episode 86. And we're just going to call it the two-year anniversary. The two-year anniversary. Ocho 6, shut up. You're fired. <laughs> God damn it. You had to just fuck up everything, didn't you? You son of a bitch. Ryan Dempsey, ladies and gentlemen, is fired. Two-year anniversary special. We are live with it. Jeff Shanahan, and as always, joined by my co-host, Mr. Ryan Dempsey. Hi, buddy. Bonjour. Bonjour. I, I got nothing. What? I, I got nothing. Yeah, I'm good. Just say I'm good. I'm, I'm A-OK. Also, also joining us tonight, my good friend in front of the show, Mr. Tony Monteruso. Hola. <laughs> That's all I got, man. What's going on, guys? Tony, thank you for joining us tonight, man. Ah, thank you guys for having me. Special night. Two year, two year anniversary. We are, we are doing it. We did it. We made it two years. I'm going to uh, two fucking years. Message our first special guest. Let him know. But yeah, we did it, man. We made it two years. Um, it's been, it's been an interesting, uh, been an interesting two years. That's for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, first year started off a little rocky. Then you guys brought me on, and things just skyrocketed. And then, and then you know we uh, cream rice at the top, and we got rid of all the crap there earlier this year. So uh... <laughs> okay, and Ryan is pulling all no right. punches right from the jump. Ryan, you're a part. Oh, of Oh come on, we all, we all knew that this year that you know this episode being our you know two year special, you know. He tried to destroy us, and we're still standing. So are you? Are you just gonna? Off. Are you gonna do the whole episode with just your eyes barely peeking over the video? You're gonna creep oh, out like, everybody I, else. No, it's outstanding. I, no, you I, should keep that. I don't want to use this ta- like the tablet. I don't want to hold the tablet like, straight up. Eh? I want like you gotta get a down. Like, you gotta get a thing with a kickstand, bro. Yeah, I'm just gonna give you like, uh, an like set it yeah. set it on yeah. your desk or whatever's in front of you with like a book behind it. Something. What's in front of me? I have like a. a Carlos little little people toy car like it's gonna do me no good whatsoever man no, I got nothing bro boy. I got nothing like my, my, my studio is a three-year-old's bedroom <laughs> well I mean usually my studio is my bedroom sitting at my desk a foot yeah, from my fucking better. bed <laughs> so hey, that, we're yeah well you know I'm just thinking for when we call Blake here in a few minutes our first guest and, uh, and and then the rest of the guests who uh, will be Mr. Kyle Steele and Rafael Chaidez, um, you know, they might want to see more than just your eyes peering over them, looking like, look at you look What's like that? those you look like those emoji I'm, eyes. I'm, I'm Kilroy, remember from the old uh, the old sticks song? Yeah, from fucking <laughs> Domo Arigato, Mr. Roboto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> two years, two year anniversary joint. Hooray, we did it. So yeah, first year, uh, well, year one, uh, October 22nd, 2015, we recorded our first episode. It was myself, David, and then host Everett. Uh, Everett lasted all of six episodes, I believe, maybe nine. It wasn't long. He didn't make it to double figures. I dropped my lighter. He didn't make it to double digits. Uh, Dave and I held it down for a while, doing like 20-some episodes with just him and I. And then we brought this doofus on <laughs> for for one episode. It was just going to be our our fucking one episode with Ryan, and he 
somehow wowed us enough to where I was like, yeah, I want to keep this dude. Well, I mean, I figured like anyone who at the drop of a dime can pick out the uh, who smart Paul Harris and Dan Miller. I mean, I think that to you was just like I remember, every time I go back and listen to that episode randomly, it's just like you're who the. F- fuck knows that like it's who the fuck pulls rusamar paul harris versus fucking yeah versus jim miller out of their asshole ryan goddamn dempsey dempsey door dempsey door the grand wizard of mma as some have called him (laughs) the grip had to put a stop to the grand wizard real quick yeah (laughs) yeah that had to stop quickly so yeah and then you know you came on in the the summer of uh, summer of 2016 Towards the end of summer 2016. And then uh, we almost made it a full year as a threesome once again. A trio. And then, uh, you know, shit hit the fan this summer. <laughs> and here we are. Here we are. No, I I will never. I mean, Everett was whatever. He was a contributor to the show. He helped it get started in a way by just being a giant pain in the ass. But... I appreciate him, but, but, you know, regardless of the way shit went down and my feelings about him now, I will never take away credit for, um, anything for what Dave did to get the show to where it is now. You know, Dave, Dave brought a lot to the show as far as giving us a place to record. Um, well, his, his mom, I should say, cause Dave doesn't own shit. Um, <laughs> but Boom. you know. <laughs> I, I will I will always be thankful for David for everything that he did to get to the show to where it is, but you know, shit just happened the way it happened. And I think some of the quote I wouldn't even call it, I don't even want to use this word, but the quote unquote uh, notoriety, you know, the the gain in, in popularity that we got, the gain in listeners and you know, the eyeballs that we got from joining the Loaded Joe's uh podcast community and and I really think that the number of views that that video we did with Blake kind of went to his head and shit just, it started getting right, weird yeah. after that. And it took a nasty turn and, you know, he thought he would, would kill us and we would be done and we'd never be able to do it without him. And, uh, we fucking fought through man. And you and I kept this ship going. Uh, <laughs> Tony's helped out in the beginning of, of you and I getting going with filling in for you sometimes when he needed to, uh, for, for different things, so you know, we made shit happen on Santa Monica Boulevard, as Tony and I like to say. Well, like, like I was, like, um, really, I never had a, a lot of ill will towards Dave ever. Like you said, like it was always a great thing that we had going. The only time, the only reason I ever rag on him the way that I do is the fact that I mean, we've gone over on the show so many times. It's how he tried to just destroy the show so we could not go on. That was like that was ultimately like pissed me off. He just tried to bury us and not give us a chance to continue on. So to me, it's like we worked hard to do this. You don't want to be part of it anymore. That was fine. Like you don't want to be part of that school. If I wanted to leave and I talked to you about like you know what, Jeff, I don't want to do it anymore. I know you'd be cool with it. Absolutely. But the fact that he like switching email addresses, you know, blocking this and that, like all just just like, calling us out and trying to badmouth us, and then hashtags to try and like bad reviews to try and bring the show down. It's like, it's like, why? Like, what are you getting out of it? It's like, you know, that's the thing to me that just pissed me off. So when we kept on going, I had to keep on taking my digs just to show that we're still here. And there's no 
Dave, no problem. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's not going to stop. That's, that's it. It'll happen. This thing is too. It's gone too far. We're not going to let it die. And we didn't. We not fought exactly. hard. We fought hard to keep it alive. So, um, I don't know. I really. There's nothing else really. We don't have an agenda tonight. I just wanted to do something to celebrate our two year anniversary because we were late celebrating our one year anniversary last year. So, because um, we didn't record for like two or three weeks. <laughs> That's what happens when somebody else is in charge. Yeah. <laughs> but I wanted to get some people. You know, obviously, I wanted Tony. Tony has been on the show as a guest more than anybody else. He holds the record. He is the world champion of the guest spot. <laughs> so Te- technically, I'm the I'm the the champion. I mean, I went from a guest spot to host. I mean, I took the I took the guest host and said, "No, no, no, permanent." You're like the I took that. You're the DC. I took that money in the bank. I took, that, I took the money in the bank, and I and I became the champion. That's what I did. You're like the DC of champions. <laughs> you're the you're the you're the Dempsey of champions. So, but yeah, I wanted to you know like I said, you I wanted to you coming up, and I got a DDT. So if I were you, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so like I said, I wanted I wanted to bring Tony back on, um, to be here with us because he's one of my best friends and he's done a lot for the show. So yeah, no man, I appreciate you guys bring me back every once in a while. Yeah, man. It's always a good time. We love having you on. And now you can flip off, Ryan. Oh, I got to wait for him to give me a reason. That's okay. It's coming. And I do want to say, though, uh, like, I know I've said it uh, a lot of times before, but like, thanks to Tony for all those times when I couldn't make it for personal reasons or for reasons for him to step in. And even like before when Dave was on the show and he would go on to fight nights and that kind of stuff, uh, just a big thanks for everything that he's done for the show. Just before just jumping on and then also just to help contribute to keep the, the show rolling when I couldn't be on. Tony got fucked in the divorce too. Well, that's right. He got the, the Jerry or the, well, the, just the Joe Rogan. Yeah. Ticket. No, no, yeah, 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 yeah I had a Joe Rogan ticket. And then I, didn't okay. have a Joe Rogan then I don't have a Joe Rogan ticket anymore. Right. Tony, <laughs> yeah. Tony, Tony was yeah, a, uh, a the first, uh, the first chapter in that thing because he was he did the twitter and i think it was like a couple days later that everything else happened with us oh man i did get a little out of control there but he really yeah that was the week that was the week i couldn't go record i had to record from home because i couldn't go be in the room with him and tony was sitting next to me when we started recording which made it even more funny because i was waiting for him to say something um yeah let's get blake on man so we're gonna have blake Kyle and Raphael, like I said, I wanted to get different people that have had some uh, been important to the show and done something for the show and that we love. And so we were calling Blake. All right. I think we're calling Blake. I can't tell. Oh, oh. Blake. Blake. I can't tell if Blake's there or not. I thought I heard him pick up. It would be the average Joe's with a little uh, little bump in the road. Yeah, a little technical difficulty. A little technical difficulty. I don't know if Blake picked up or not. And I don't know if I can... Oh, Blake left. Okay. Well, now we know where we stand with Blake. Yeah. Yeah, he's done. What the fuck, Blake? 
I don't know if I can call Blake back. I don't know how to do this shit. God damn it. That's why you just answer when we call you. (laughs) (laughs) You say words so we know you're there. Yeah, I don't know what happened, and now I don't know how to get Blake back on. (laughs) So we're just going to have to just try this. Hey, this is... This is the first time I'm fucking doing a multiple Skype call and shit, so. He's here in spirit. He is. Yeah, but let's try to call Blake again. It says he's away. Blake, answer your phone. Uh, you can talk, Ryan. It's okay. I'm just listening to the show right now. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, you're not supposed you to be. To get, you're not supposed to be I'm fucking. By you, you're not I'm listening. You're fucking with technology listen, right now. Listen, listen, <laughs> Linda, Linda, listen. You have a job as a co-host. When shit starts going off the rails, you gotta pick it up, son. Karen, you know what? Sometimes I do, it and sometimes I sit back and watch the train wreck happen. Well, you're not supposed to do that. That's bullshit. You're, you are the train wreck, man. That's. Uh, oh, that's my problem. I get stuck sitting back. Y'all, y'all supposed to help. I'm helping. I think, you know, I I don't know what happened. I don't either. I, I'm not sure. It was like he was there. Oh, there you go. Oh, wait. Maybe we can. I know. There you go. Try there we go. On. He's not on this call. We're like, calling we're Blake try back. To make him on this call. He did say he did say he wanted to get to a quieter room, so maybe he had to move around for a second. Oh, okay. I don't know. I think we're calling Blake again. This is all new to me. Hey, sorry. Sorry, this is not good podcasting, but I've never called people in the middle of a call and not had somebody pick up. It's conference calls. It's business world type business. (laughs) Nothing yet? Uh, No, you can say something. Talk. I just did. (laughs) no okay blake said give him three minutes all right uh ryan college football go who uh who 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 who's the team to beat what do you got for me i mean it's always alabama Uh, fuck alabama besides alabama oh i agree it's all alabama though they're always the team to beat (laughs) who do you like who's your guys uh anyone but michigan Ryan is not a Michigan State fan, but he is an anti-Michigan fan. Well, you know, most people should be anti-Michigan fans. <laughs> you can <laughs> say that statement with a little conviction there, Rod. <laughs> I, I think the only good thing to come out of, well, well, the only two good things to come out of Michigan were uh, Winston and Desmond Howard. Oh, man. I know that. Oh, That's only because... They, they helped with the Packers win a couple Super Bowls. Listen, That's you're gonna, you're, right. gonna leave, you're gonna leave off Tim Brady. Listen, Desmond <laughs> Howard, he Tim puts Brady, his motherfuckers, foot in his mouth, man, Brady. all the time. Yeah, Desmond Howard puts his foot in his mouth constantly. Oh, no, the, 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 I'm not. I don't care about Desmond Howard. I said the fact that he helped the Packers win a Super Bowl back in the back in the day. Yeah. I will say I always do love though the Michigan fans who always always go oh Tom Brady I love him he has blah 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 and all that Tom Brady crap like seventh string quarterback yeah Coyote. Timmy Brady oh no when I, I love to remind them that nobody at Michigan wanted Tim Brady yes I keep calling him Tim Brady because it's an inside joke between me and my friends it's the league and the league but um Tom, nobody wanted Tom Brady to be their quarterback 
when he was at Michigan. No one was screaming for Tom Brady to get in there. So you're lying. You're lying to for yourself. The, for the Patriots, do you know who else drafted uh, Brady? Baseball that, team. I was going to say, was it the Yankees? No, Montreal Expos. Oh, oh, oh sorry. That was Henson. Henson. There's a, there's a chance that I would have had a, a Tom Brady jersey had uh, had he had the he lasted mid to Montreal and kept the franchise alive. Do you have an Expos jersey and or any memorabilia? Uh, I have a hat. I've, uh, I can. I, it's impossible to find jerseys uh, in Ontario that aren't Blue Jays. So uh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Eh, what can I do? All right, I think Blake's ready, so I'm going to try to call him again. Cool. Um, I mean, we can keep talking until he gets on. Well. Doesn't have to be quiet. He'll he'll speak. It just says it's connecting. But. Come on, Blake. That's so weird. We are we're over two at this. Oh. Oh. No. Nope, didn't nope. get him. Didn't get him. God damn it! And well, I don't. Third time. Right. Yeah, and I can't hang up because it will disconnect with you, and it won't. Oops, I don't want to call Kyle now. Um, let's try one more time for Blake, maybe. Ooh, I don't know. This is this is fun. This is fun podcasting. This is great. This is, is going to be such a good listen. <laughs> it's going to be the best episode ever as we just struggle. Yeah, what happened? Hey. Uh, oh, what? it's connecting. Maybe. Oh, yeah, it needs to just continue connecting. Yeah, I keep saying Blake's away, though. Eventually, we're just going to call this thing two years, and this is all we get. I think that's what it's gonna be. This is this is a car wreck. It's oh. gonna be two years. No, nope. god of, damn it! Of trying. You two talk for a second. I gotta. You two talk. So, man, so, uh, so Tony for college football. You you're an MSU guy then? Oh yeah, yeah. I I really yeah. am. Um, it's my dad. You know, when I was a kid, he always watched it. Always, always, always. Every Saturday, I was watching him. Right, right. So uh, I just did. You know. Football yeah. and basketball. Yeah, yeah, I do enjoy the college basketball. Um, I do. <laughs> I pay attention for the tournament. You know, um, I'm super big. Fill out a bracket and all that good jazz. Fucking Izzo, baby. Yeah, and Izzo, man. State uh, basketball is loaded this year. They, you know, they they always they're always got a good. Uh, they always seem to have a good thing going. For them. There he is. Yeah. You got hello. Figure. Hi, Blake. What's up, man? How's it going, buddy? I'm chilling. How y'all doing? We're doing good, oh, man. We uh, how's it going, Blake? It's going good, Ryan. Man, it's good to it's good to talk to you finally. Uh, finally, you, yeah. You know, uh, I feel like you're you're you know my my long lost Canadian brother that I never wanted, but we just kind of adopted him. <laughs> and we, we stuck with you now, so it's it's the Canadian Joe cousin. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, it, man. we got my buddy Tony on with us. Yeah, man. How's it going? Nice to meet you. What's up, Tony? On with us? How you doing, man? <laughs> oh, I'm doing well. What you What you drinking on, Blake? Uh, I drink a Red Bull right now. Um, but as a you know, as, as I do my episodes tonight, uh, I'm moved to some to some good beers. You know, some local brews. So nice. Just you know, keep it easy for dinner. You know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's still it's still dinner time down there. I forgot. I it's for- not really, but you well, know, I'm, I'm eating all late and shit. It happens. Yeah. So how things been, man? It's been a little while since we had you on and uh, catch uh, catch some of our listeners up. What's been going on with the loaded Joes? It's been a couple. It's been a couple days since the last time I've been on my last average Joes MMA podcast. Um, but uh, you know what? All I've been doing is just just podcasting. Um, living, uh, working, staying busy, um, and, and, you know, just, just growing the brand, just trying to help everybody out there. Now I had like, a, I had like a, I don't want to say breakdown. I think that's really a, 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 ba- a bad term, but it was almost like a breakdown after the Mayweather McGregor fight. Um, and I had to like, I took like two weeks away and I kind of revisited what I want to do and what, what really gets me going to do podcasts so that's when i kind of came back and now i'm doing like the tips for podcast hosts and and now um i'm gonna be doing a lot of things that i like to do i'll make announcement on your podcast i'll be doing a um it's gonna be a gsp series Ooh, um so oh, what yeah. i'm gonna be doing is going through each one of gsp's fights as, and when he first got into the ufc and then basically doing um sort of um a, not only a breakdown of the fight, but also what was going on <clears throat> outside of the cage for GSP. Uh, so, like, the first two I'm doing is going to be Carl Parisian and Jay Heron. Uh, that's going to be one nice. episode, but that's going to be the first episode. Um, and kind of a storytelling, but also breaking down what happened and what GSP did and what we saw from him. Um, something that really I don't think a lot of people are doing, and, and I, I'm a huge GSP fan, so it's something that it interests me. So well, again, while I had my little breakdown, my little um, self-reflection time, I wanted to do things that, that really get me going and, and get me pumped up like I was for the Mayweather-McGregor fight. Um, so this is one of those things, and I think I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to find a, a fighter I like, and I'm going to be doing little mini-series, kind of, if you will, like, um, I, I don't know. I don't know the best way to say it, because it's just going to be like, they're going to be like back-to-back episodes, and you can go to episode one or two or three. You know what? What? What have you? I think you get what I'm saying. But yeah, like, for it's sure. Be fun as fuck, dude. That's a dope idea. Yeah, I like that idea a lot. That's, that's yeah, really man. Dope. And so, I think the next one I'll be doing after that. You know, I don't think Connor's coming back, but maybe Dominic Cruz. I'm a huge Dominic Cruz fan. Um, so again, just finding a fighter I like and digging through their their past and doing a whole series because I think everybody wants to focus on doing the breakdown and I love breaking down fights and you've heard me and, and oh yeah man. I know what the fuck you're, I'm talking you're good about at it. but it's yeah <laughs> thank you man <laughs> but I want to do it in a way where you're not going to tune into this person's podcast and, and it's going to be you know I want to I want to do it my way but like start from the beginning because nobody really what if new fans came in that are Connor fans for the sport <clears> right like I got to take into account kind of everybody and I'm a huge GSP fan and I've been a fan since uh, of UFC and MMA since 09. And so I kind of had to play catch up 
and now I'm finding things out I didn't know before. So it's kind of that whole process that really got me going for for Mayweather when I went like just balls deep in his career and just started pointing things out. That really got me going, man. So I, I want to just kind of put that on podcast, put that on, put that on wax, if you will, Jeff. Run and tell that you were you were on point shooting people down during that whole Mayweather McGregor thing. That's the most. <laughs> that's some of the most aggressive shit I've seen come out of you, man. <laughs> I had to do it though, man. Like I had, I mean, there was no, I, I don't know what the fuck people were thinking. Like was, with, if, if you, if you, you, I mean, if you watched all the shit I did, like the writing's on the fucking wall. Right. This, this, I don't, don't argue with me. <laughs> I, I, I'm watching it all go down. Cause I wasn't going to get into it with you. It's just, it's not worth it. <laughs> and like, I totally, you know, I, I wanted Connor to win, but I, I didn't, think he was that wasn't like screaming it was going to happen and right. just watching people argue with you and you just tear them apart or they try to make up some mayweather shit and you're like no actually and just, it was this this and this right <laughs> <laughs> just systematically tearing them apart it was a thing of beauty mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. it, it felt be- it felt beautiful as i typed those characters on my keypad <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Blake, I never really actually got a t- chance to ask you what did what was your thoughts on uh, Canelo and Golovkin? I had it. Um, I had it seven five personally, but I thought the next best decision was a draw. Not not okay, the way right. Adelaide Bird sc- scored it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but it God, could, no. You know, if somebody would have wrote eight four seven five for Canelo, uh, that would have been the next best thing. You. I think my concern was you don't take away that win from that from that boy GGG. He put too much work in. You don't take that away from him because he didn't lose that fight, you know. Um, so yeah. I thought draw was the second best option. Like if I had options of how to pick the future, that's the second best option. Okay, that's that's perfectly fine, I guess. You know, um, a little reluctant, but that's okay. But I had him winning seven five. But that's his fault for leaving it too close. Like I, I've had time to think about it. That's his fault for for leaving them rounds too close and letting Canelo do what he does best in the rounds that he won. So, um, you know, draws. Okay. We just need to revisit this. That's, that's my biggest thing. We right. need to come back to this and, uh, and do a part two. So that way, you know, we can see who, who's, who's left standing really without no controversy. Yeah. I, I asked cause the, it was actually, it was on TV here in Canada last night on, on replay. So I got to watch it. I recorded it. I've watched it. Uh, last night again today, and I, I still am at the same point where I, I'm at a coin flip for the most part. Of course, you. It, it's it's easy to, to yeah for real right. Oh, no, but I mean it's true. Like if you watch if you do watch it though, like you could make an argument for both guys as it was one of those kind of fights. I was just saying, yeah. of course, you watched it twice already because that's oh, that's sorry, what you do. Oh, that's like a coin flip. No, man, no, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just <laughs> saying, of course, you've watched it twice already in less than 24 hours. <laughs> they put it on a good time. What can I say, man? They, you're going to put something on while I'm waiting to do something, and, then, and after I've done something, uh, what else are we going to do? You will watch it six more <laughs> times before the week's over. I could play with my kids and hang out with my wife. But Who mean... wants to do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to watch fights. <laughs> My right. <laughs> I was at a. It's funny I say that, man, because I was at a uh, doing some pumpkin patch shit this past weekend, and they had a little corn maze, and they had these questions. The questions helped you get through the maze, and one of them was, "Who was the first woman who voted?" 
And I remember screaming out loud, like there were visibly other people there. And my girlfriend and her sister were there and, uh, you know, the kids or whatever. And I was like, who the hell let women vote? Like I said that out loud. <laughs> so loud. And I stood there serious. <laughs> like, happen? wait a minute. Like, when did this happen? Tell me. Uh, so I know. So I know who to have been in the ring with Canelo. <laughs> yeah man it was one of those weeks but it was fun i wasn't even drunk yet i just said that because i wanted to see what people would do they didn't do shit so it was funny. <laughs> everybody shit. just stared yeah <laughs> but you're like oh god oh, you don't really want to mess with usually right nah <laughs> they went home no, i'm a friendly guy you know <laughs> that guy in the corner no yeah they, they, they just bitched about it later yeah yeah, everybody wrote this yeah. Trump supporter within a <laughs> Like, whatever, man. Whatever. Somehow, at some at some point, he slipped "Make America Great Again" in there. <laughs> yeah, he. I thought he had a MAGA jersey on. Not even a hat. I thought he had a jersey. He <laughs> had sixty nine on there. He started talking yeah, about no. sandblasting hookers. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Sam blasting in Muskegon. Sam blasting in Muskegon. Welcome to Muskegon, home of the Sam blasting. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's that that episode will never be forgotten about. <laughs> oh, that's a classic episode, man. Yeah, but was. y'all doing some great things, man. Y'all are doing this two years now. Congratulations. Thank you, man. To y'all, um, just in the time I've known y'all, man, y'all have uh, grown exponentially, and um, you know, done, you know. Um, I think made moves for the positive, for the betterment of your of your show. And you're doing these Saturday shows or Sunday shows with different guests. So you're really expanding. And, you know, um, kudos to, to hats off to you, man, just in the time I've known you for for growing more than just the um, just the MMA side. Just doing, you know, not another podcast podcast, doing the Sunday smoke sessions, whatever you do, man. Um, so my hats off to you for for. Uh, you know, definitely add in new elements of a game to keep, you know, the fans interested like myself and, and, um, you know, just continue to grow, man. Cause that's what it's all about. That's what we're, that's what we're in the business for, you know, for sure. And I mean, you've been a huge part of that growth and that was a big reason why I wanted to have you on because, you know, you've done a ton for this show to help us grow and, you know, the, the community alone and the times you've had us on your show and sharing our podcast and stuff like that. So, you know, you've you've been hugely uh, helpful in that growth, man. So that's that's why we wanted you on to, to be able to say thank you for everything you've done for us. And, and you're very welcome from the from the bottom of, of my loaded Joe's heart when it's drunk. You are very welcome, my friends. Um, and and you know, anytime, man. You know, it's 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 uh, it, it's what really comes full circle. You know, again, um, I help you, and and maybe in some odd months, there's. Somebody come to you for help, and that's, that's what it's all about, man. That's what I've really found, um, at least this past year for me. And it's going to be three years for me in December, so um, it's nice to see somebody kind of almost with a similar length uh, kind of be there, you know, in the background, right behind me, right besides me, you know, growing with me. So it's a beautiful thing, man. So, uh, you know, I appreciate all the all the congratulations, but tonight's about y'all. Kudos to y'all. And uh, I, I 
I just hope I'm here to to be able to help with any ideas I can to to continuously help y'all grow, man. Oh man, you you have been you've been super supportive. You helped us out through the whole mess of the situation <laughs> and whatever, you know, kept us kept us going and kept pushing us to to keep things going. So it's it's all love, man. It's it's that that Joe, that cousin Joe's love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Joe's all related Joe's man. I love it. Family Joe's right here. I love it right here, man. Um, I'm gonna get back to. I, I'm gonna go. Uh, yeah, man. Go take care of some things on the inside. But for um, sure, thank y'all so much for having me on, man. And and again, uh, just keep doing doing y'all's thing, and keep innovating. And uh, you know, average Joe's and loaded Joe's be taking over the game, man. Thank you, Blake, man. We appreciate it. You're very welcome, man. Y'all oh, have a good rest of the night, Ryan. Awesome, it's good to see you in person. Um even though you're Canadian. I love it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Blake, we love you, man. Right. Y'all welcome, man. Hey, Tony, nice to meet you, too. Okay, Y'all have a good night. Too, man. Take it easy, brother. Babe. All right. I love Blake. Oh, super cool, man. Yeah, Blake's a good dude. Super cool. Blake yeah. is a good dude, and, and he he was. He was really, really supportive through everything, and – uh you know, kept pushing, kept pushing me and Ryan to continue on and offered any help that he could for anything that we needed. So Blake's a good dude. And without Blake, yeah. go ahead, Ryan. What were you saying? You broke up. Oh, I don't, I can't imagine there anything actually just giving him praise just for creating that group alone. Yeah. Like that group alone really just like this is going back to the day was with us like <clears throat> gave us a platform to find podcasts that we could use to promote us and we could they could use like with us to promote them well, and so i mean that was a pretty that that group alone has really helped uh us and then i know a lot of other people like for us to find people that we can talk to and, and connect with and that kind of stuff so that like <clears throat> that alone has been helpful to, to us for sure and you know he shared the podcast a lot in the group of ones that he was listening to and you know it's not just it's not just smoke. Like he's not just blowing smoke. He listens. He he'll he'll text me about, you know, different parts of shows that we did and stuff. You know, and, and mention about. It. So I know he listens to him. So, you know, Blake's a good dude. He listens to a lot of podcasts. He helps out people. He's always willing. And we made a lot of good friends because of him. You know, we met Kyle. <laughs> without without Blake, we wouldn't have my my buddy Kyle. And you know, we wouldn't have met Raphael. So, yeah, a lot yeah. of lot of good guys. Bobby Wambacher. Um, so yeah, we love, we love Blake. I'm going to text Kyle here a second. So you, you, you yeah, guys... that's real awesome, man. To have somebody, um, be able to organize something like that, you know, and that, community that, started that a... and all that. Yeah. He did an awesome yeah. thing starting that community. Actually, let's get a hold of Raph. Let's see if Raphael's ready. It was a random uh, find with uh, with Blake too, right? You were just on Twitter kind of thing and saw came across him. Was that? I think he found he found Dave or he found the show or something just because you know we were loaded Joes and and whatever. So he uh, he messaged Dave and then I found him on Twitter. Him and I started talking and then I was oh. you know we did, we kept going back and forth. We got to get you on the show. We got to get you on the show. Just trying to find a date and then finally we made it happen. Had Blake on and uh, talked to him for a while, and then he's done a couple other episodes with us. He came on and did that McGregor breakdown after the the announcement. Um, yeah. Oh, right. 
but he just he could be extremely selfish in, in this kind of community, you know, in this, what we are and what we have together as a community with what right. he, the connections he's made, the people he knows, the guys that he's interviewed, like, you know, same thing with, with Kyle, like they could be very selfish people and not be willing to help. But, you know, Kyle hooked us up with that interview with Sam Elvey, like, you know, just messaged me and was like, Hey, you want to interview Elvey? That's what I mean, man. That's super cool. Yeah. yeah. Good guys. <laughs> genuinely good guys. Yeah. Just genuinely good dudes. Everybody, I mean, for the most part, everybody in the group is are really good people. Except for Dave. Dave's not in the yeah. group anymore. <laughs> I just I just love like how many people in that group have like a Dave story. Between us with the with the divorce and then We'll see. Roped into it, and then Raphael. Story. It's like so great. (laughs) It's interesting, man. It's definitely interesting. Uh, I think uh, I'm just waiting. Stupid, silly little. All right, Raph's ready to go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit him up. Let's get, let's get old Raph on here. We'll know here in a second. There he is. Hey, what's going on? What's up, Raphael? Nothing much. How you doing, brother? Pretty good. Good. Welcome to the... Hey, uh... Raph, how's it going? What's up, man? Raphael, this is my buddy Tony. He's joining us tonight for the two-year anniversary. Hey, what's going on? What's up? Got a uh, Gorilla Glue. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I got a bowl going. Uh, that's what I figured. I got a bowl going. Welcome to the two year anniversary, brother. Thanks, dude. I have to light it Congratulations with Congratulations my... on two years, guys. Thanks, bro. I gotta light it with my fucking torch because I dropped my lighter while we were talking to Blake. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> it sounds like <laughs> Hey man, you gotta make shit happen. Oh god. It's a two year anniversary. Dude, it the show went <laughs> off the rails right from the jump. We couldn't get like it took forever to get Blake. And Ryan's a terrible co host because like I'm struggling I'm trying to the train wreck, man. Yeah. He just, that. he just stands still and watch the train wreck happen instead of jumping on and helping me out while I figured shit out. Nope. Just sit there. I have to call him out on it to get him to do anything. <laughs> Fucking what happened? Are you just gonna get him yeah. on? I just couldn't get him on. <laughs> I'm waiting for it to connect and like, we're just, it's struggling to happen. And they're just sitting there staring at me like, uh, I'm like, Ryan, say something. God damn it. Oh, yeah, I'm totally guilty too. I, that's okay. Uh, you don't do this. You, you don't do me, this very often, dude. Yeah. I expect that. Ryan's a, Ryan's a fucking semi-professional at this shit. Heavy on the <laughs> semi. Very heavy on the semi. Very heavy on the semi. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on, Raphael? Uh, nothing much. I was just uh, playing some Elder Scrolls, uh, waiting for the Cubs to lose and go home and for my dad to be pissed. <laughs> <That's about it. laughs> so you just want them to lose? You're a Sox fan, aren't you? No, no. I like both. I like both teams, but they're going to lose. Like I'm not going to sugarcoat it. They're going to lose. I actually I like both teams. I'm people don't like that I say that, but I live on the south side and my dad's from Mexico and when he came here he liked the Cubs for some reason. Yeah. So I grew up a Cubs fan on the south side and I like the Sox too. Oh, that's what I, that's gotta be weird. 
weird. That is it. That's interesting. Yeah. That's like I that's... get shit all the time, dude. I get shit all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, whatever. That's like so I'm like, hey, I don't watch it anymore. I just watch uh, MMA. That's like liking Michigan and Michigan State, like. Yeah, truly. Because <laughs> that's that's like Michigan. Michigan fans are like, "Oh, I like state when they're not playing Michigan." Bullshit, bullshit. Because anytime they lose, you fucking run yeah. your mouth. So if you like them, you wouldn't fucking say shit. Anyway, yeah, I, 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 I kind of talk shit. Well, I, I stopped watching baseball a while ago too. MMA kind of took over, as it should. Baseball's kind of boring. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd rather see guys punch each other in the face. Yeah, I'd rather watch dudes punch each other in the face. That happens sometimes in baseball. Yeah, it does. Yeah, right. It does. <laughs> I mean, come on. And in baseball, I mean, was it 2003, Pedro Martinez in his 30s fought a 72-year-old yeah. Don Zimmer. I mean, you don't get that in MMA. No. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. You also don't get Miguel Cabrera getting knocked down by a pitcher. Yeah. It's embarrassing. What was it Batista fought someone a couple couple years ago? Yeah. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Yeah, that was when he didn't he get socked in the face. I don't think so. Yeah, he got socked in the face. Yeah, yeah, in the face. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> I love that framed in my house. <laughs> oh man, it's just I'm glad we got you back on Raviel. It's always a pleasure no. with you. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Dude, you've been it's always a blast. You've been on two Sunday sessions now. You you are the first Sunday session guest. Yeah, <laughs> and, and we just have good conversations, man. It's fun. Yeah, we haven't even talked wrestling like you said last. Yeah, let's say last time we did Sunday, we didn't even talk any wrestling. We gotta save it for Ryan. That's why. Fuck it, we can do it now. Yeah. It's it's a it's our goddamn birthday. We can do anything we want. <laughs> yeah, Tony right. Tony will be out of the conversation, but. <laughs> I want to say there, Rafa. I was telling Jeff. I, I love the, uh, I love the uh, conversation you guys had. Like you guys always made it sound like really smooth there on uh, the last Sunday session. Like it's a great listen. I, I, I don't know the way that you guys uh, flow when you guys talk is really good. It's because we're two stoners that love a lot of the same shit. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> I mean, the is there regardless. You know, what I mean, you guys like, really feed well off each other. I enjoy talking to Raphael. It's fun. He gets. I think we talked about. He gets me. Yeah. <laughs> Raphael's going off on Dave's Muay Thai. <laughs> <laughs> that cracked Ryan up, especially, oh, that, dude. Absolutely. No, when, when I when I heard him say that that he was going to start doing Muay Thai and he has brittle bone disease, I'm like, that's not a good idea. <laughs> not a good idea. There are better options for you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, that killed me. I'm like, I'm not hot and yoga, and at night, I'm just like, dying. I'm like, first out laughing. <laughs> so, it was you already called the loony bin on me, Ryan. What was that WrestleMania you wanted to to watch and break down? 14. 14? We were way off, Raphael. 14, yeah, we were way off, bro. I yeah, we were way off. We were really I, high, I, though. I, I, I knew what the main event was. I, just uh, I, I was like, I was into, like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bite my tongue. I'm not going to be Ryan this time and just start messaging them about it. I called myself out listening to it back because when we started and I heard I said 9 or 10, I was like, nah, that's way too late for that because I started thinking. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I just did 7. I'm like, and that nine was, was way too early. Yeah, 9 was in Vegas. That was 93 or 94. Yeah, it was uh, 
and Bret Hart and then Hulk Hogan. Yeah, when Hulk Hogan fucking ripped the strap two seconds after Yokozuna beat Bret Hart for it. Bullshit. <laughs> Dude, he couldn't put anyone over, bro. It's Hulk Hogan. He never put anybody <laughs> over. It was the worst. That was the worst. <clears throat> Yeah, I would like to. I'd do that, man. I'd watch. Go back and watch WrestleMania 14 again. Do a podcast. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, I bite you. Mike Tyson. <laughs> I'll eat your children. That was. That was like the most exciting build-up too. Like when they had him come out after the Royal Rumble and that confrontation, and then like the the whole bit of him joining DX, and then getting like the New Age Outlaws involved. Like all that whole build-up was just. Uh, like just peak, uh, peak WWE attitude era at the time. There you go, Raph. What is that? Some uh, some wax? Yeah, well, some oil. Some oil. Yeah. Nice. When you cross that border, come on up, baby. I got you. <laughs> Dabs on deck, son. Nice. Yeah, I gotta go. You gotta come on. Come up before the snow starts, bro. <laughs> before it's a shitty drive. Yeah, right. You don't want to yeah. be driving Lake Michigan in the winter. Ah, uh, dude, I've been caught a couple times in fucking blizzards from champagne coming up, and then one time that one time that we did go to Michigan, we got caught with a blizzard. Yeah, scared the fuck out of us, dude. That shit was not cool. Yeah, dude. Sometimes that shit just like it skips. Like Muskegon will get hit sometimes, and we get hit pretty good, but we don't get a lot of those weird blizzards and stuff because we're there's so many dunes it's the same thing with like tornadoes and shit that that should just pop over the the lake but it just bumps over i guess and shit like we get really good lake effect storms and we will get blizzards but not like what gets trapped down underneath the bottom end of the lake down by chicago and shit like that and south of us and just kind of hit some warm air on the dunes and bounces i don't fucking know i'm not a meteorologist i think you are <laughs> I'm not. It sounded pretty good, though. I know it works with tornadoes that way. I don't fuck if I know. Man. Substitute snow for tornadoes, right? Fucking fuck it. Fuck it. Raf, you got snownado. <laughs> plug, plug. What you got? Uh, what you got coming out this weekend with the with the Full Heel Podcast? What was it? Plug what you got coming out this weekend. What what uh what should our listeners be looking for? Um, I'm just, uh, we're going to do a fight companion for Till and, uh, Cerrone. We're going to go live for that. The audio will be out after that. Um, my, one of my friends was supposed to come on over earlier today. We we're supposed to review Halloween Havoc 97. Okay. He said it'll be over Friday. So I'll probably, probably drop that Friday and then I'll go live Saturday with, uh, Till versus Cerrone. Nice. So they could find me there. Yeah. I like your, uh. I like your breakdowns of the old wrestling events. Yeah, I, 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 97 is probably going to be my favorite just because it had Ray. It had so many good ones, Ray and Eddie. I, I never liked the fucking – the main event sucked so much balls, though. Because it was always like, NWO I, or something. But like, It was always Hogan. It, it was, was always Hogan, Hogan fucking shitting the fucking – shit in the bed at the end of the, at the, end of the show. Yeah, I think we, we talked about that the last time. Like The three of us talked about how – it always seemed like WCW had like all that great like uh, lucha talent, and instead it was just always Hogan, Goldberg, DDP that is staying the exact same thing, pay per view after pay per view, and and and, and you're shoving all the, the the cruiserweights just 
early in the card, get them out of the win and put the big guys out at the end and just like burying where the true talent was. Well, not even, and, and true, I agree with that point 100%, but not even just the luchadors, too. For a long time, WCW had the really strong tag division, too. Um, they had the public enemy oh, yeah, for a while. Um, the Road Warriors were back there for a little bit. The Nasty Boys were there. Dude, I go back, and I'm a, I'm a huge NWO fan, but like to be honest, they it got out of control. Was, yeah, it it was way too out of control what they did, man. Yeah, it got really out of control. It was stupid. After a while, everybody was in the fucking NWO. And yeah, then, going back and looking say, at it, I'm like, Ugh. yeah. It's like the UFC with their titles. It's like you get an NWO shirt, you get an NWO shirt. Like they're just handing out to everybody. Like everybody it just gets... it, they get too much. Like, like Horace Hogan was in the NWO. Like what the hell is he doing in the NWO? Like come on. <laughs> Why was Dennis Rodman in the NWO? <laughs> oh, Remember Jay Leno fought in the, at the, uh, yeah. against the NWO? So did Carl Malone. Know, like, I'm so surprised he didn't want to strap like our Oh, David Arquette. Yeah, what about David Arquette, the, the greatest oh, WCW champion of all time? Thank, Why would they do that? Vince Russo, man. That's when fucking Russo yeah, came was... over. That's when everything went to shit. The shock value, yeah. When they, when they fucking signed Russo over, when he jumped shit from WWE and took over the book and, shit, and the writing and shit, it just got out of control and it was terrible. That's when, like, you saw the fucking... David Arquette went in the strap, the bullshit pinky pin thing with Hogan, um, when Hogan went off on him with Jarrett. Oh, yeah, where Jarrett laid down? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, where he laid down and uh, this guy just pinned him. Yep. Yeah, Russo comes out and just starts yelling at him. He's like, you'll never fucking work for this company again or something like that. Yeah. See, this is why this company is going down the shitter. Yep. When Hogan Some cut the promo on him. I forget who was fighting, but like, like Buff Bagwell had a fight like that too. Where he was just like just just going through the motions. He was just like he was just grabbing the go up to the commentary booth and just started saying like, "This is what you guys want me to do." And he'd like walk in, just like slap the guy around, and he'd just lay down, and he'd get back up, and just, he just had no interest whatsoever in doing it because Vince Russo was just trying to get them to do all this like pointless stuff just to try to get the ratings. Was, yeah, it was like, dumb bullshit, and that's when it it started to tank. Went down the shitter, and then WWF bought it. I can't wait till I get into some of those years, and I can see how shitty it is <laughs> and Dude, how bad. But... <laughs> you let me know. I will fucking do one of those with you. I'll review an old shitty WCW pay per view from the Russo era. No problem. <laughs> yeah, because I'm gonna start getting into older ones too. Oh God. Yeah. Well, they're actually... not even that old. For no, those are like the late the late 2000s or the early. Late nineties, early two thousands ones, right before the company folded. I think I think it was actually pre Russo too. They had that one pay per view, maybe in Goldberg Sting or Goldberg DDP, where they ran late and the pay per view just cut off right during the match. Yeah, I can't remember I which one that was, but I do remember that it. was. I think that was like ninety in the, the ninety seven or ninety eight era around there. But it was I think it was pre uh, pre Russo. Yeah, but they they had their, yeah, it was. It was their timings were all messed up. <clears throat> it was the bishop. It was yeah. The... They they always had they always had issues here or there. Like they they had the the NWO gave them this awesome like shock value and a good storyline. But then once like once the attitude era in WWF started up, they just couldn't compete. 
No. Well, the yeah, fucking I, inmates were running the asylum. I didn't realize how short of a run they had. Like, yeah. I, I was a kid. Well, I was, what, eight years old when the NWO was born into the WCW. And then, like, their run was over quick. But, you know, nostalgia, I guess, just playing the video games, watching them wrestle. And then right. I had watched Razor Ramon and Diesel for a while, too. So I, that that's the reason I carried over was following them. Right. But I, thought, I it just felt so much longer. But they were only up top for a little bit. Like, it seemed like maybe a good two to three years they were up there. And then yeah, and then the it, Attitude Era. Then it kind of it dissipated. They tried to bring it back and then bring back the two factions of the NWO Red and the NWO Black. And yeah. it just it, it tanked. Tanked hard. Yeah. At that at that point, the Attitude Era had had taken over. Yeah, they had DX doing it, their shit. It, it, awesome. it never worked. Like after after they started like the the split up, it never worked again. Like they tried putting them back together. That they tried to fail. They had like that one solid run when it first started, and that was it. And that's where they should have ended. They should they shouldn't have done all those extra splits and that kind of stuff. No, or growing the group as big as they did. I mean, remember that the uh, the LW the Latino World Order. Yeah, oh, yeah, the Latino World Order. Yep. <laughs> they <held that> like, <laughs> fucking Hooventude. there. <laughs> fucking Hooventude and oh god, super Was crazy. It? But see, like, I like the storyline, at least behind that. Eddie was like, hey, we're not getting the respect we fucking deserve. Let's fucking band together, and we're not going to wrestle unless they fucking, they give us the respect that we deserve. And he banded all the Mexicans together and shit. That, that, that was pretty cool. Yeah. But no, there was, there was just splinter too much. Like, Yep. And just, it grew, it just, everybody. It was just everybody. It just got <laughs> just going for a no. <laughs> yeah. It was everyone else. It was a faction, man. Like, like. Yeah, Ravens flock. The L D N W O was the L W O. Like there was this faction, 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 faction. Well, like factions were the thing we're... at that point because like the WWF was going through its. It had all their factions too. There was you know the Los Bariquas. Yeah, just being on his own at least. Well, yeah, but they still had. I mean, they had different people that were on their own. Sting was still considered. It wasn't it was either side. Pack. What? Thing was Wolfpack after a while, though. After like, a while, but I mean, they still had people that were individuals. Yeah, Flair never joined. Other than shockingly, the, you know, other than the Horseman, yeah. But yeah, well, horseman. he was, yeah, he was a force. Yeah, he was a Horseman, so but, I guess he couldn't really join unless all of the Horsemen joined the NWO yeah. and all the bullshit different variations of the Horsemen that they had. The the Horsemen, like you know, uh, Mongo McMichael joins the NWO, so they're bringing Chris Benoit. They just like bring someone in to replace a member that would join the NWO. Yeah, I mean, that's how they always kind of work, though. I mean, you look at, like, I mean, when uh, Luger was a part of the the Four Horsemen, Barry Windham, you know, it's, it's always Arn Tully and Flair and uh, shit, Oli. That's the Horsemen with, yeah, J- yeah, with J.J. Walking around breaking uh, breaking dusty roads apart. Yep, yep. All right. Well, uh, Raph, man, I appreciate you coming on, bro. Hey, dude, thanks for having me on. Yeah, man, not a problem. We'll have you. Uh, we'll have you back again for sure. You know, door is always open. For sure, dude. Whenever you guys want me on, uh, I'm here. Just let me know. 
Cool. All right, brother. We appreciate it. We're going to give Kyle a call here in just a second. All right, cool. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Make sure you guys check out the Full Heel Podcast. All right, peace. Later. Later, man. Take care, Raph. Peace. Oh, you got to hang up. There we go. Thought he was just waiting for me to hang up. I'm like, I can't hang up with you. (laughs) (laughs) Just hang up, and that's the show. And that's (laughs) the show, yep. Yep. I love Raphael. He's a good good guy. Yeah, the the Sunday sessions, I'm really digging those. We'll get you for one. We'll get you for one. Even that, uh, when we did the Mount Rushmore with him, that was a fun one. Yeah, Raphael's just fun. He He's enjoyable. Yeah. All right, Kyle said five minutes. I could have kept Raphael on. Quick, put Tony on the spot. Make him pick his, his Mount Rushmore. Go. Tony only watched, like, the UFC. He doesn't really know a lot of guys from, <laughs> from Pride or Strikeforce or... That's why we put him on the Names. You See what he comes up with. You can't do that. It's not gonna work. Uh, uh, oh come on! Have some fun. Uh, uh, I don't know anybody. Yep, I know. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> Chuck Liddell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. See, way to go, Ryan. Oh, see, I watched. I watched UFC early, but I just. You know, right, I, I know you didn't remember that. You don't, and like, you didn't watch Pride. We watched it now. I've caught you up on stuff, and you might have probably watched a little bit, but not yeah. a lot. Strike Force, yeah. I didn't even really watch that much Strike Force, so at the time, yeah. and then WEC. Yeah, I never watched. I I didn't watch WEC. Um, but... Yeah, <clears throat> WEC was awesome in Canada because uh, we had this really random small sports uh, station called the called the score okay. and they somehow got a contract we see yeah we so had that. they would show every like if they had like uh pay-per-views or whatever like that didn't matter they would always show them for free the the tuesday after they would air no matter what the card if it was a free card pay-per-view whatever so like it was like I, you couldn't find it anywhere like spike tv anything that we couldn't watch it but the score always had it which is which is really awesome yeah we had you could get it on uh it was called versus network which eventually became nbc sports oh versus okay versus used to have a lot of hockey and then it showed yep it did it did hockey games and then they would have the wec and it also was where you could watch the tap out television show okay which is where, like, I first saw Donald Cerrone and uh, Bruce Leroy. I'm trying to think of who else from that show ended up making it in the UFC. Demacio Page. See, yeah. uh, Bruce Leroy got his. Uh, he's at the Shanghai card now. No, I did not. Yeah, I didn't see who. I didn't have a chance to see the article. I just saw the headline that he's uh, signed on to fight in Shanghai. Well, it's probably a dream for him. Yeah, I hope he comes out in that uh, in that uh, the Bruce, the, uh, the Bruce Lee uh, getup that he was wearing in the Ultimate Fighter. Oh, you know he will. You know he like he's totally he, will. He has to. But it, 
will it have Reebok on it? Yeah. Because if it doesn't say Reebok, he can't wear it. Right. Ah, like Reebok shit. will make an actual oh. one. Reebok is a custom one. You know that, right? Like, I, I hope so. I hope so, man. Reebok doesn't do fun they're shit. They're smart. They're smart. This is the that that's you know he's Bruce Lee. You're in. You're going to be fighting in China. You got Bruce Leroy. Yep. Come on. Yeah, I mean it would be it would be an intelligent idea, but it's Reebok. I don't trust it. Yeah. I can't wait for that contract to end. And calling Kyle. Waiting on Kyle Steele. There he is. There he is. Hi, Kyle. Well, hello, Jeff. Hello, Kyle Taylor Steele. It's nice to have hey, you. Hey, Kyle. How's it going? Well, hello. Uh can I can I can I try calling you because it didn't go through my computer? It didn't. It didn't go through my computer. I'm sitting at my computer and it didn't go through it. Can I can I call you right back? Will it still work? I should. I mean, you do this more than I do, so you tell me. It should work. Okay. Let me, let me try calling you. Let me try calling you. Okay. Dead air. Dun 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 dun. dun. Man, <laughs> Tony, are you high? Maybe. <laughs> I am high. I don't know. I mean, I hope Kyle I can call yeah. us back, but I don't feel like he can. Why not? It's a it's a two way thing. This is uh, I don't know. It's 2017, Jeff. It's Skype, man. It's a finicky bitch. It's a finicky bitch. She doesn't. Yeah, they wouldn't even fucking let me sign in yesterday for like an hour hour and a half. Yeah, Ryan, we had to fucking give Ryan a backup account. Are you sure that's not your Canadian internet? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It's the same internet that we're using tonight. (laughs) You've been slightly choppy. Just saying. It's that Canadian Wi-Fi. I don't know, man. I hear things. I hear things from people that go to Canada that are American that are used to really good Wi-Fi, and they're like... The Canadian Wi-Fi gets pushed around by all the other Wi-Fi. (laughs) It's so polite. (laughs) Tony says nothing for like 25 minutes, and then he's just... Wham! This comes after me. Comes after. Comes sorry, after me. sorry, man. I'm... <laughs> no, it's all good. I'm just. Me all for No, I'm apologizing. <laughs> all right. Sorry. Um, I'm gonna text Kyle and see what's up. Yeah, technical difficulties. No. What did you just say, Dempsey? Leafs are beating the wings right now. Yeah, they have been yeah. beating the wings the entire game. Yeah, it was like 3 nothing in the first. Yeah, five through right now. Yeah, they, This is like the one time when I'm going to pass. They say, they say the, that Toronto might actually be good this year. 
or they're looking that way, you know, it's whatever, six or seven games in. I always, I always say the Leafs are always good, but they always fall in the winter. Oh, the best part about living this close is, is watching all the Toronto teams fail. That was a really bad fucking joke, Ryan. That was like a terrible <laughs> dad joke. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I've been using that one for so my years. Skype has completely lost its mind. So we're, we're so we're talking we're talking on regular. We're talking on my phone because there's nothing I can do about it. That's okay. It doesn't matter. I I just had to manually shut my computer down because it was trying to call like everybody in my Skype list at one time. So I don't know what just happened. <laughs> I have no idea. See Tony, I told you it wasn't Wi-Fi. It's Skype. We blame. Yes, it was my. No, it was me. It was my fault. We were blaming Ryan's Canadian internet. Well, I mean, I'm sure. Listen, I'm sure Ryan's Canadian internet sucks, but in, <laughs> in, in this instance, it was my fault. Same. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, Ryan, it'll be your fault. Hi, Kyle. It's good to hear from you, buddy. Thanks, man. How's it going? It's good. It's very good. Um, you guys are doing a marathon show tonight. Yeah, we uh we we've been doing a long one. We talked to Blake for a little bit. We just talked to Raphael, and and you are our last guest for the evening. We were um... uh, if you talk to Raphael before I do, uh, let him know that I was not trying to Skype him because that is one of the people who my Skype was trying to call. I will. Uh, okay, <laughs> it's too bad you didn't call Keith. I probably did. Uh. <laughs> Hey, uh, congratulations on the uh, the twenty fifth episode of the the Nicolas Cage movie review hour. Ooh, thank you! Dude. Congratulations on two years of Average Joe's. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. I, I listened to the the uh, retrospective today. Ah, yes, you made an appearance. I did. I did, and my movie made it in the top five. It was. It, it did. Your it movie was... made. It, I think you were right at five. We were. We were number five. I'll take it. Which uh, which. What did you do, Jeff? Snake Eyes. Ooh. Well, and Justine and Justine was correct. She was very hungover. Oh, yeah. We were all really hungover. Yes. Well, that was we the, were all very – but that's she that's more seat, right? so. Yeah, because she, she, she don't really drink that much. No. No. <laughs> she does not have the same tolerance that uh, – that you and I have built up over years of abusing our bodies. Right. <laughs> it was a good time, though. I enjoyed myself that weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so how's it going? It's been good, dude. It's been good. We've been uh, been chugging along, staying busy. Trying to make so things. So what is, what, what is next for the average Joes? You know, we're just... We're just keeping going, looking for, looking to get to a hundred. Maybe uh, try to get a few more fighter interviews. Um, but just kind of keep growing the brand, continuing. I think I think I'm going to keep the Sunday sessions going. You know, try okay. to try to do those every every other week. I or listened so. to the one with Zach. It was fantastic. I love Zach. I really do. Um, he started. He. Uh, I. I don't know if you. So on the episode, you guys were talking about the new South Park game. Yeah. Um, have you? Have you? Has he given you an update? Because he no. gave me an update today. I haven't talked to so, Zach in like a so few days. It's a, so it's an RPG, and so you create your own character. Okay. And 
um, when he was creating his own character, he couldn't uh, set the skin color, which like he thought was really weird. Like, I don't even know why he noticed, because I feel like I wouldn't have really noticed it, but he noticed it. And he was like, why can't I set my skin color? That's really strange. So he sets the entire character, and then he goes to start the game, and then you start, and then you have to set your your setting for, you know, easy, hard, medium, whatever, right? And uh, so apparently the harder you make it, the darker your skin is. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> so on the hardest level, you're like, oh, man. You're like Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my the, god that's... yeah and then on the easiest level your skin is like just pale white you're like Steph Curry <laughs> yeah you're like powder <laughs> yeah, you're like powder yeah, yeah. <laughs> good 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 powder reference thanks man I like to I like to talk about those things yeah. oh. I like to talk about powder I like to talk about powder it was a weird ass interesting movie it's better than some it's Nick Cage movies movie, man. yeah it was he looked like uh, you know who he looked like he looked like fucking Oh my God! From the Adams family, Uncle Fester. Oh yeah, yeah. Uncle Fester. <laughs> oh yeah, like Uncle he Fester. Did too. He looked like Uncle Fester with a fedora. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> the black sunken eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that was the name of my band in high school. Black sunken eyes. <laughs> was that the band when you guys opened up for Sarah Bareilles? Yeah, it was uh, black sunken eyes opening up for Cerebrella. <laughs> Call back to the Fight Companions. There it is. Like, tonight we have Colby Calais and black sunken eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. God damn it. We have a good time when we, when I get to call in on the Fight Companions. It's always, yeah, man. It's always interesting. That's, that's one of the reasons. I mean, that's, that's a big reason, though, I... Why I almost had, or why I had you on, dude? I, you know, you've been so important to this show since we've become friends. You've done a lot to Thank help. You. You've done a lot to help this show. You have hooked up interviews for us. You know, you got you got us with Sam Elvey, which was awesome. And you know, you've you've done a lot to help us push the show. You've had us on your show. You've had me on your show. I stayed at your house. You've you've done a lot to help this show out, man, and I just that's why I wanted to have you on and Blake on, like people that have been important to the show and helpful, just to say thank you to help us getting to where we are today. Well, thank you, sir. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I want to work with people who are willing to work on themselves, right? There's ton there's tons of people out here, and at the end of the day, I mean, you you have to be doing something to distinguish yourself, and and I think obviously at the time you had um, you had david and I, I thought david was also you know whatever all all shit aside i mean he was a part of the show and he was a reason a reason for its success and, absolutely you know i i liked the guy i mean i had no i mean i had no problems with him no I mean, really whatsoever so um you know it's uh it's sad that he he can't be a part of this for whatever fucking reason i mean whatever whatever thing kind of got stuck in his crawl. I mean, it's just been unable to be a part of it, but, um, but, but no, what you guys have been doing and, and Ryan, obviously, I mean, you know, I, I have respect for it and I have respect for people who will go out of their way to try to distinguish themselves. And I think you guys have, have definitely been able to do that. So that's the big thing. Just keep doing that. Keep finding ways to distinguish yourself and, and separate yourself from the mass of, of entertainment that's in this, in this field. 
Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much, man. And I think that's what you do. You do that very well. You do a very good job of breaking down fights. And I mean, you and Fred uh, do an amazing job with each other. You guys, this chemistry. I love that show, man. Yeah, I love that show, dude. It's it what it's transformed from when you were doing the news shows and stuff before, and then you know you started doing the things on your own a little bit, and then when Fred started coming on, it just became it. It took on a new life, and it's become a really, really good show. And you guys do a good job of Thank it. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I li- I like this little jerk off session. We should yeah, do this like yeah. once every. Like once a month, we should just get on well, there and just jerk each other off. I mean, let's not pretend you and I don't don't do this <laughs> shit in text anyway, <laughs> right? That's pretty much our most of our communication is how much we like. It's each other. it's either very vulgar shit or it's how much we like each other. That's 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 or, our dynamic. Well, there's also a third category. We're just talking about Zach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a man that's a main that's a main thing that we do is just talk about zach dude i love zach so much though his dude he just got invited on martial arts chat what yes how does he keep getting this shit i'm so excited because people love him <laughs> people love that guy he is he you can't not love zach it's impossible no. he's so lovable i told him when he got into this that i was just like dude i was like you're like you're you're a part of this, you know. When we really started committing to doing these fight companions, I'm like, I was like, I'm telling you, man, you're gonna you're gonna start getting followed by fighters. You're gonna start, you know, like you are, like your name is on my page. I mean, like you're gonna really start, like you're gonna start getting asked <laughs> to do shit in this field. Like you know, just so you know, I was like, but don't don't overthink it. Don't change the shit that you're doing. Just be yourself and don't worry about it you know because zach i mean all jokes aside i mean zach is a guy that's that's very in his own head so you have to you right have to watch out with him i mean you have to really make sure that he he, he stays even keeled and, <laughs> and and doesn't start getting all yeah uh, he'll, he'll he'll get in his own head and oh, not yeah. be able to leave it so um but anyway i mean now he's started to get invited doing this shit and I mean, we're going to get him set up to do his first fighter interview at some point here, kind of by himself. That'll be really cool. Yeah, I mean, he's he's starting to he's starting to take on, man. He's now now he's wanting to do his own podcast. And, yeah, um, I, I think that's I think that's fantastic. <laughs> I'm excited for Zach. I am. Yeah, he for for somebody who isn't and wasn't a big fan of the sport and just kind of doing it to hang out with you and just and started getting into it more. He does a really good yeah. job. It helps that you two have good chemistry with each other. Oh yeah, we've known each other for a very long fucking time. Right. I mean, that's that helps. But he's just—he's funny. He should be a comedian. He's a funny fucking dude, man. He I is. think he will. I, I hope think so. he will. I think I think he'll do a little stand up at some point here, and I think he'll realize that that's kind of his calling a little bit, and I think he's got to be good at it. I hope so. And uh, and we'll go from there. I'm a. Uh... I was like speaking of the uh, this the session with Zach. I owe a trip back to Dayton because I owe you a bet. You do owe me a bet. I do. I owe you a chance to dress me up pretty. Who was it? it was, I don't even remember the fight now. It was <clears throat> um oh god damn it Weidman Weidman and Gastelum Gastelum yeah it was in New York I, yeah why did you pick Gastelum there. Because Weidman had been He's on such a, a skid. Bullshit, I'm a hater. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. I, I can finally, me and Ryan have finally been able to see each other face to face so I can flip him off. 
Um, <laughs> no, I just Weidman had been on such a skid, and it was a hard pick for me to go against him because he's one of my favorite yeah. fighters. But I just I don't know. I wanted to take the the thing that I thought would be the sure thing, and he would lose. You just I think I think with a guy like that, like with with Weidman, you just get to that. You hear this, you hear this all the time, and I probably said something very similar to this when we were talking about the fight and making a bet on it, which is there's levels to this shit, and you just you you saw, you know, I know Gaston was starting to make a name for himself there at 185, but at some point you 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 kind of run into somebody, you run into a white man who had been on the skid, but look at who the fuck his skid was against, right? You know, I mean. Weidman doesn't touch any of those guys. You know, Weidman doesn't fucking beat Ruggled. Or, sorry, Gaston doesn't, probably doesn't beat Ruggled. No. I think he he could, but he doesn't. You know, he, he, he sure as fuck doesn't beat um, Romero. Uh, Musasi. Yeah, Musasi. You know? Yeah, he certainly doesn't beat Musasi. And then who's the other guy that, that Weidman lost to in that stretch? Duel Romero. Yeah, he, he doesn't even fucking come. He he can't even hold. He, he can't even hold your Romero shit pants. I mean, <laughs> there, he can't. I mean, he doesn't stand a chance there. So, so yeah, it's just like there's levels to the shit, you know. And I knew kind of going in that fight that's like there's no reason for Chris Weidman to lose this fight. I mean, it's. I mean, I understand he's on a skid, but yeah. again, look 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 at who he's on a skid again. I know. I don't yep. know when Weidman fights again, but I might very well pick against him. <laughs> but not I, at least sure. not for that. All that, all that said, though, I mean, I think going forward, I think Gaston has a great chance of beating uh, Silva when they meet up. Absolutely. Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, Silva finds I mean, a way that... to kind of eke out victories against people that you you don't really expect him to be able to beat there. And even as you're watching the fight, you're like, "There's no way he's going to win this." And he still just kind of is able to win it, a la Derek Brunson. But, um, <laughs> did all. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Derek Brunson. But no, I do think he has a pretty. I think I think they're matching him up against. It's kind of like what they what they did with uh, RDA. You know, they keep matching him up against guys. They they have literally just gone in succession of the most beatable guys at 170 for RDA. You know, there are fighters who are much, much worse than Neil Magny who would beat RDA. Oh, absolutely. And, but Neil Magny was the perfect fucking opponent. And this is in hindsight. I mean, this is all, this is documented. I fucking said this already. I mean, if you listen to the breakdowns, I said all this shit, so I'm not using hindsight. I mean, Magny was the most perfect opponent because it was a guy who was way fucking bigger than him, but it was so irrelevant. It, the size meant nothing. Neil Bagney's size advantage never means anything. It certainly didn't mean anything in that fight. So, and then and then Robbie Lawler now. Where listen, I think Robbie Lawler beats RDA. I mean, that's who I'm. That's kind of my early pick. Yeah. But if you're if you're giving me a top three guy or, or a top five guy, that would be the most winnable fight for RDA. It's fucking Robbie Lawler. You know, I mean, that's it. That's I mean, if you look, I mean, it's like, boom, Robbie Lawler is like the only guy that RDA really stands a chance against. And that's the next fight they book, you know, which is weird because it's almost like the UFC knows how to build people up. It's odd because they act like they don't know how to do it. <laughs> right. You see fights. But then you see RDA's fight trajectory and you're like, oh, they do know how to build someone up. Interesting. Or at least attempt to. Well, I mean, 
Because you have these fucking fights like Yair Rodriguez, BJ Penn. Right. We were like, the UFC has no fucking right, yeah. idea what they're doing. Right. You're just like, this, this doesn't even make any sense. No one gains anything from a win. No one gains anything from a loss. This fight makes no sense. No. You know, then you see these like prospect killing fights like we just saw with Cody Stammen and Tom Dukenlaw. Right. We're like, what is the point right. of this fight? Why are these two people fighting each other? You know? And, and and they just they seem and you put you know you put these big prospects in against I don't know it's not a big prospect but like on this card you have Escobel fighting you know Clockwitz um, here I mean why right why why is that your debut fight I mean I'm not saying that Escobel is going to be able to do a whole lot but she has a pretty decent name in Poland so really are they just attaching her name on there to try to get some some Poland views and and they're just gonna just let basically feed her to a fucking wolf. I mean, I don't know. It's just it's odd. The UFC makes very odd decisions and well, even know, for betting, you just gotta be able to see some of it. Even like the Darren Till cowboy fight is uh... yeah. I mean, they're they're kind of rushing Darren Till into it. I mean, I think I think it's a winnable fight for him, but I mean, I think I think it's more winnable than other people are giving him credit for. But but nevertheless, it's not a smart fight. I mean, no. or here's the thing. Here's what's interesting, though, Jeff and Brian, I'll ask you, too. Is it not a smart fight or is it the smartest possible fight? I think it's <laughs> the smartest possible fight for Till. And I think it's for a... Till, right? Yeah. Because if, if, if Darren Till loses, what's the narrative? Well, yeah, that's a We kind of touched on it last uh, last night. We were talking about how. If he loses, it doesn't really hurt him that much yeah, in a way because it's, he's losing it's to Cerrone. Cerrone. So, Who cares? Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 And really, now, and then that's the thing we were talking about how Cerrone's looking at like a the, the, yeah, three fight skid. So, I mean, it's like it could hurt. <laughs> it, 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 hurt it, it has the potential to hurt Cerrone more than it does Till. Yeah. Loss is yeah. really hurtful to Cerrone more than it is Till. God, man. Can you imagine if we, we there's a there's a very real possibility that we wake up on Sunday and Donald Cerrone has dropped three straight. I yeah, it is a one, definite one of, possibility. One of which one of which to a prospect that's fought two times since going to a draw in 2015 to Nicholas Dalby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, and and having a pretty uneventful fight his first fight back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like for sure. Ugh. You 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 lose yeah. to him, and my lord, I mean. You're you're really starting to 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 lose some stock. I think I think Jeff mentioned it last night. Like the wars that Cerrone was in in the past, like it, they're just starting to catch up to him. It it, it seems, and it's like when is when is that light for just gonna be turned off? Kind of deal. Yeah, I mean, we kind of like, saw when when the Jorge Masvidal fight. Yeah, but I mean, but it, but he did come back relatively strong against. Uh, and Slaller for the most part. Well, and I, I, true. But Robbie's kind of in the same boat. He's been through a lot of wars. Yeah. So true, very true. Here's uh, something interesting real quick. I just saw it come up on my phone from ESPN that Cody Garbrandt said he wants a boxing match with Conor McGregor. I'll knock him out, and that's it. Quote from Cody Garbrandt. Oh my god! <laughs> I wanted to hear this from Kyle right now. I'm not paying for it. No, I wouldn't pay for that either. <laughs> I mean, I'm paying for it, but 
I mean, I'm buying it for sure, but I would rather just see them fight in the octagon. I mean, right. Let's just yeah. let's just do it in the octagon. Because I'll say this: I mean, boxing. I think Cody. I think Cody probably. I mean, Cody could very well win that. Oh, I think boxing. so too. Cody. I, I think, yeah. I, think I mean, Cody. I don't. I don't think that's out of the realm of possibilities. Not at all. I think Conor McGregor would absolutely thunderfuck. Cody Garbrandt and then the octagon. I don't oh, think it'd be yeah. goddamn close. No, I mean I don't think it'd even be close. I think Cody Garbrandt would get fucking laid out pretty quickly. Um, yeah, because I just he wouldn't be able to handle that that rule set with Connor. I mean he wouldn't be able to. He'd get fucking kicked in the face and I mean just it would throw everything off. But I think in a boxing ring, I mean yeah, I mean I don't know. I think probably, he probably would beat him. Honestly, I would think so. Cody's a really good boxer. I mean, so is Connor. He's a good Connor's a good striker, but Cody is a really good, just pure boxer. Yeah, I mean, the only thing Connor has going for him is that he was just training to fight, you know, one of the best boxers in the world, and and you don't know what that has then done for his boxing acumen moving forward. True. I mean, he certainly was putting in rounds with people that Cody Garbrandt can't even dream. Right. I mean. Who knows how much better, not even just the training, but obviously when you're in a fight, you're learning shit, right? Who knows what Connor was able to learn from fighting Floyd? Who knows? You know, the angles that he picked up on that he had never really thought of, you know, that, you know, you just don't know. I mean, he could have gained an enormous amount of knowledge from that fight and could just be fucking unstoppable moving forward. I hope so. Right. But I he has to so. fight first. He yeah, has to he fucking does. defend his belt in order for us to figure that out. And I don't mm. know if he's going to do that. So. <laughs> yeah, but we got Muskegon's own as the interim champion, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, Tony. I don't know. I don't know if you're ever getting that fight, buddy. No, and I don't think he really wants that fight if he gets it. He doesn't want that fight at all. I mean, he don't wants talk. the paycheck. I definitely think he wants the paycheck. I don't think he wants that jaw check. Yeah, I mean, I I think Connor probably. I mean, it just it seems like people are, are on the fence about this thing and I just I don't see why anyone's on the fence. I think I think Connor I think Connor pretty easily beats Tony Ferguson. I think so. Um the only Man, place I it, it can just if, if Tony <clears throat> if somehow Tony survives the early storm and they go later into the rounds and he can get Connor to the ground, Tony's wrestling and his jujitsu are far, far better than Connor's, but it's getting you got to survive, and Tony's hittable. He's shown that. Well, I mean, the problem is, is I don't yeah. know if we do know how much better Tony's jujitsu is than Connor's. Honestly, I mean, I'm not saying that it isn't, because obviously you have to base you you, you can't start basing shit off of off of what you think is possible, right? Because right? that that's how you get caught up in making wrong decisions. But I mean. Look at who Connor's been training with for most of his career here. You know, he's a brown belt, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. You know, and I think he's probably teetering on a black belt. So, and he's 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 rolled with Dennis and he's rolled with Nelson constantly. You know, and right. I, I yeah, I mean, I, I think his I think his jujitsu is or his jits. We'll call it his jits. I think his jits is probably a lot better than people think it well, is. Well, and John Cavanaugh himself is a. A really yeah, good listen, there, there's a reason. The other thing that people don't, I think, pick up on with Connor is that there's a reason why people don't ever take him down. It's because they fucking can't. <laughs> you don't think that every single person, because this is the thing, you always hear this. Well, all you got to do is just take him down. 
Don't you think that every single fucking person who's gone in there has said the same exact narrative? Yeah. And what has happened to almost every single one of them? They've you know, except for slut. the again. Yeah, and again, everyone has a kryptonite. Styles make fights, right? Every single person has a kryptonite. Well, Conor McGregor's kryptonite is fucking Nate Diaz. And Tony Ferguson is a much kind of discounted version of that. Yeah. Right? He's a much discounted yeah. version of the kind of very well-rounded, right? Like the Diaz brothers, kind of very well-rounded with a with an emphasis on the jits. Same thing there. Also really good at throwing hands and, and boxing and stuff, just like, right? And, and there's a lot of comparisons here. Obviously, the cardio, Ferguson's cardio, he's going to look just as fresh in that fifth round as he looked in the first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So, again, all these comparisons to Nate Diaz. And that's why people are going to get caught up picking Ferguson against McGregor is because they're going to draw all these false parallels between Nate Diaz and Tony Ferguson. Trust me, Nate Diaz has three times the chin as Ferguson. Oh, absolutely. And I would say two times the octagon poise, you know, and much better fighter IQ. Fer- Ferguson does not have great fight IQ. I mean, well, it's not, I, mean, I wouldn't but, call but it not, bad, but it's not great. And let's not forget that when Nate, uh, when Nate beat Connor, that was Connor getting ready for a fight at 155, jump up to 170. Yeah. And like 170 for him is a big weight class. So, I mean, like, if he's going to be fighting at 155, his regular weight class, he's going to have a little bit more endurance. It might not be the best endurance, but his endurance is probably better than when he's fighting at 170. When he, I mean, we saw him go the distance there in the second fight, and he did look sluggish, but again, that's a lot more weight than he's used to to fighting at. Yeah. I think he takes care of it in the second round anyway. Yeah. I mean, I think he could do it in the first. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think he could do it in the first. But yeah. I think I don't think it goes past the second if Connor can hit him. And Tony's hittable. He's he's shown that he's hittable. So we went from jacking off each other to jacking off Connor McGregor. Because he needs it, guys. He really needs it. Yeah, I know. He so needs our support. Good that we're... Well, you he know. Really... Any... <laughs> you, you know any chance I can get to, to – Take a dig at Tony Ferguson. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, Kyle. I'll uh, we'll let you go, brother. I know you probably got to get up, get up for work in the morning, and get up with the kids. So always. I don't want to keep you too much longer, but I just want to say thanks again for everything you've done, bro. And and we appreciate well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. We're gonna we got to get together soon, man. Hopefully, hopefully things work out for Detroit, and you'll be able to go. Yes, that is yeah. that is my goal. So hopefully that all pans out. We can we can drink beer. Ryan, Ryan can't come. Oh. Ryan, Ryan needs a passport. Yep. Ryan doesn't have a passport. No, Get Ryan passport. doesn't have a passport. Well, why didn't you get well, your passport? Well, when now? The, it doesn't take that long, does it? Like two months. No, really? I would definitely have, but you know, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I could have. If, I mean. I could uh, it's today's Wednesday. I could have it Friday if I wanted to. Well, get it done, son. There's fifty dollars bleacher tickets. Yeah, I know, but it, like Trump's America scares me, man. I'm Ryan. Oh, I'm, I'm, Ryan, you got a hotel. You got a hotel room to stay in. You can fucking crash with us. How listen. far? How far is Detroit from you? Do you live listen. on the border, or how far do you live? Uh, I'm about uh, from the from the border. So about, bad. Uh, yeah. Trump doesn't. Yeah, Trump doesn't care about you. You're too white, Ryan. Yeah, I was about to say you're you're fine. Like it's <laughs> you terrible. Don't, you don't I feel it, it's terrible. Trump, Trump thinks I'm but... too white. 
Yeah. Who is there? Is there a fourth person? Yeah, that's why I, I thought we introduced Tony. I'm sorry. This is Hi, my Kyle. this is my buddy Tony. It's Keegan's own Tony. I'm high. I'm high oh well, hello Tony. Man. I've been, oh, I've been oh, I've been listening. I've been <laughs> Tony's just <laughs> Tony's just been quiet. He's he's pretty high. I like it. Tony. Yeah, Tony's been a fucking creep this whole time. Yes. He's sitting there. Yes. <laughs> Damn. Well, I went to introduce Tony when we first had you on the call, and then you disappeared, and we just jumped right into the old shtick as soon as it happened. So, <laughs> Plus yeah, I didn't even realize that you just had another person just fucking lawyer <laughs> in. Pleasantries just got thrown out the window. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like when Andrew is on the fight companions. Yes, they all go out the window. <laughs> oh oh man. man! All right, Kyle. Bye, Jeff, I appreciate it was a you, pleasure. man. Ryan, it was a pleasure. Uh, Tony, I, I don't know if I'm going to say it was a pleasure to you because I don't yeah, know what the fuck you're doing. I don't know either, man. <laughs> He's... I'll catch you next you're time. You little weirdo. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. See ya. All right, Kyle. I love you, buddy. Yeah. You too. <laughs> oh, Kyle. He called you a weirdo. He's not wrong. <laughs> it's fine. I just have a black voice. No <laughs> oh, shit. All right, we gotta, we gotta. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Oh, all right, Ryan. Let's uh, let's get into final thoughts and started out talking about my creepy eyes and then that Tony was the weirdo. Yeah, we're all a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, let's put a little let's put a little bow on this podcast, man. Two year celebration. Um, I know you you got a little bit of sad news for the for the final thoughts, but but make sure you end us on a high note. Yeah, no, I'm just gonna be a Debbie Downer, and uh, you guys bring it up. But uh, oh, cool. You know, <laughs> you, you you always bring it up, man. No, uh, today. Really sure, but man, today sucked. Uh, uh, pretty much, uh, you know, everyone's cousin here in Canada died today. Uh, or last night, early this morning, uh, Gord Downey, lead singer, the tragically hip, uh, came out last May, diagnosed with uh, terminal brain cancer. Uh, they did a Canada-wide tour. It was an epic tour, uh, culminating in a like a live concert on TV. Same night, actually, as UFC 202. So. So I was like flashback in between 202 and the, and the concert the whole that night. So that was a fun time for me. But um, yeah, we woke up today as at work and got, got the news, and it's devastating. You know, he's basically like a cousin. He's been in my life for 20 years. Someone that you know you don't necessarily hear from all the time, but there's all, they're always there for you. You can always listen to them. Uh, a couple songs came on the radio today that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I have to say it broke me down. I had to step aside. It, uh, it sucks. Like, this is someone like everyone. Like, there's not a single person that you that I talked to today that didn't have a Gord Downey moment. And uh, he touched a lot of Canadians. Um, he did a lot for the Aboriginals with everything that's going on with them. Okay, it just sucks. So uh, I did this yesterday for the great John Dunsworth. So today for Gord Downey. <laughs> this one uh, is for you. Thank you for everything. And uh, I know right now the characters aunt and uncle are up in, uh, are up in the clouds, uh, dancing away to him right now. And uh, with the join, and 
Gord Downey, thank you. That was touching, Ryan. You, you, we know you're a big fan of the Tragically Hip. Uh, I only really know about them because of you. So, and Eric, you and Eric. Eric is the only American fan I know of the Tragically Hip. Yeah, they're 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 one of those like little. They're they're our our little hidden gem, you know. Yeah. We gave you guys Russian Celine. We kept the church here for us, and we're better for that. You could have fucking kept Celine Dion. You gave us Norm Macdonald. No, no, no. We, we literally gave her away for free. No, we don't want her. You take her back. Yeah, I think we ended up giving her You back. sent her back after those, seven, after those seven years in Vegas. You're like, we don't want her no more. I didn't want her before that. Get. She there's, has there's... passed her around with cigarettes in a jail cell. So. What are you talking about? You guys gave us worse things. You gave us Nickelback. Ugh, boo. Yeah, and Bieber. Yeah. yeah. You know, Look at Canada. Canada just yeah. providing shit. Do deeply apologize for all that. With your yeah, you should. I wish you guys knew more about Tragically Hip than you Nickelback. As as yeah. a delegate for the United States, we apologize for Creed and Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Come on, man. That's part of the USA. No. Ryan. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't you ruin <laughs> Hanson. Don't you do this. Don't you do this. Oh, all right. Tony, man, thanks for coming back on, bro. Yeah, man, thanks for thanks for letting me be a part of this. Sorry I got Let's you really it. high and you got called a weirdo. Uh, I don't care, man. I am a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you heard it here first. Breaking news. Yeah. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. All right, guys, yeah, that's. Just, just, but before you go, actually, I should also say to you, cheers on two years, brother. Yeah, I don't have yes. a beer, but I got some water. Yeah. Cheers, brother. Hey, to many cheers, more. Uh, Fourteen more, and we get to we get the century mark. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we're gonna hit that. We're gonna hit that century episode, and we're gonna. Have, it'll be something cool. I don't know exactly what, but. It's a long ways away. Ryan, thank you, man, for fucking sticking this out and, you know, wanting to keep this going after everything that happened and shit. So I really appreciate it. You know, without you, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't keep this going, man. So it's. Yeah, uh, we definitely, I mean, we've, we've talked, uh, you know, ad, ad nauseum to each other, but everything as it happened and, uh, you know everything that that happened. It happened. The best of us. You know we've moved on, and uh, we're better for it. For sure. But there's no way. Oh fuck! <coughs> I sound like I'm crying. Up, Jeff. It's okay. Get a hold of your emotions, man. Don't don't gotta cry. Let I it. swallowed water the wrong Getting way. Getting choked up, your people. Let it out, man. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, let it out. It's all good. Be a man. I swallowed water and I was trying to say something and it went down the wrong hole and it made me cough. I was not crying. I thought I was going to die for a minute, but not crying. You're crying. <laughs> no, for the, you know, obviously I couldn't, couldn't do this without you. Uh, thanks to our guest tonight, Tony, obviously. Thank you to Blake. Thank you to Raphael and thank you to Kyle for everything you guys have done to help get the show to where we are. Thank you to all the fans that have stuck with us. Um, 
you know, for everything that happened, there was a giant outpouring of support and I couldn't be happier to where the things have gone since then. And, you know, obviously <clears throat> thank you to Everett for, you know, helping get things started and, you know, obviously Dave deserves his thank you for, for getting us to where we were at that point. And, you know, his contributions have never been undersold. It's always been appreciated. It sucks. It went down the way it did, but you know, here we are. So that's two years in the books, many more to come. Once again, thank you guys for listening and sticking with us through everything. Here's to many more shows. That's going to wrap it up for episode 86. For Tony Monteruso, Ryan Dempsey, I'm Jeff Shanahan, and we'll see you guys next week for another episode of the Average Joe's MMA Show. 